Good evening, gentle listener, and welcome to Distractable. This episode, the gentlemen share their movement misery. Breathtaking Bob has a shattering shock, but tricks his pals into impersonations. Whiskered Wade steals a show as a scary smoking sheep, Sir Nicholas Cage, and Sylvester Stallion. And Malicent Mark is not Jessica Rabbit, but might be Mike Tyson. From the beauty of nature to Bat Boy and Arsehole Ant Eaters. Yes. It's time for Voice Me, damn it. Now sit back and prepare to be distracted and enjoy the show. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Distractable. That's right, it's not over yet. Or is it? No, it's not, because this episode is going to happen whether you like it or not. You're here, so I assume you like it, but I guess we'll find out together, won't we? I am your host, Bob. I'm joined, as usual, by my two competitors for today, Mark and Wade. And uh, if you've never seen the show before, as the host, I give out points, or I forget to. And at the end, I pick a winner, probably arbitrarily, and the winner is the one who hosts the next episode. I don't even know how many episodes it's been since we described the format of the podcast, uh, but it really doesn't matter so don't get don't get too tied up in that. don't get invested in the format okay it doesn't matter did you did you hear something from like spotify or something uh, uh do you know something about like ending what i don't recall saying anything about ending well maybe not wait did you am i alone in this did you kind of yeah. get the suggestion that oh well, Mark doesn't seem to be doing very well. Uh, he's just making stuff up. Uh, Wade, how are you today? How's it going? I'm doing great. Thanks for asking, man. Great intro, as always. We're still here, you know? <laughs> uh, no, for now. Is it my turn? Uh, I kind of thought Wade was going to keep going, but I guess he doesn't. Yeah, no, Mark, how are you? How's it going? Oh, I'm good. Uh, got back from a vacation, so that was nice. Went to Iceland. Did you see the glowing numbers in the sky or whatever I it is? Di- glowing numbers? Oh, no, that's just your hallucination dreams. Yeah, yeah. Uh, But we did see uh, the Northern Lights very brightly, actually. Did I share you guys the pictures? Uh, No, I don't think so. Here, I'm going to take some pictures to uh, the group and I'll show you. We The first night we went there, we went out on a little tour and we saw some. And it was was actually kind of underwhelming. We got out there and it was like, hey, look, you can see the Northern Lights. And it was just like this like faint little sneeze of color in the sky, just a little (laughs) bit of green. And, and, you know, I thought like, ah, man, they just embellish it for uh, photos and stuff. I guess it's not really that bright uh, when you see it. Um, And so I was like, okay. But it's still cool. And I was like, all right, that was pretty dope. Um, But then towards the end of the trip, uh, we were out in this like remote location near a glacier. We were going to do a tour of the glacier. This is actually pretty cool where you can go inside of this tunnel they, they dug in the glacier. And the night after that, I think that evening and the rest of the country was like clouded um there was a storm rolling up through that area and just like most of every other place was completely occluded but this one had a opening in the sky and there just so happened to be a storm that evening and so we just looked up and it was just the pictures don't do it justice and we couldn't take video because like uh, the the phone when it takes a video it's not able to like get as much light as it is when it's like able to take a phone photo and just like gather a little more um so these are slightly brighter than what it actually was but when your eyes adjust because your eyes can see a lot better than your phone can it was legitimately it looked like this and it was crazy because these static images don't show it that one i showed you with like the spiral in it that was the beginning of it so it started as a stretch and then there was this other line that came up to it met it and it just like they hit each other and they kind of snapped together and started spinning can we show these uh, i mean i could try 
No, no, Wade's got it. Don't worry. That really doesn't justice. <laughs> yeah. So you could see, like, compared to the brightness of the, uh, those are sky roofs of the place we were staying. And so that's just light from inside. The, it It is just a little less bright than the lights that were coming out of the building. Well, so and you're describing it moving pretty fast. I always imagined it was like, like floaty. It's like clouds almost. It was like, whoosh, whoosh, zip zap, like moving around. It was shockingly fast. And given the scale of what's happening, it's like it is it throws you for a loop of what what is going on there, because these things are stretching across the sky around the world. Um, And it would like those things went. it went about. OK, if I'm looking at if you're looking at the sky, my hands are going to show what the speed they were going. And then it went. Whoosh. And then it spread out like in a thicker band across the sky. And you would see like shimmering ripples like tear through the thing. It would, and they would go shockingly fast. You'd see like just these ripples would just poof, poof, all the way across the sky. And then it would just be like this wavy band for a bit. And then a second band would come in. It was hypnotic and beautiful. You really have never seen anything like it. Words don't do it justice. The picture barely does it justice. And just the sheer scale of it. Because you're looking up at the sky and you're your your field of vision can't take it all in so you're constantly like this until i decided just to lay on the ground and look up and even then you still have to like turn your head to see it all did you know it was going to be like that or was it like luck that it happened or how it's luck it's like it's hard to predict because if you think about it what it is is it's storms solar storms from the sun that just so happen to hit the earth of sufficient strength that it, it is able to create the light from the interactions between that and the magnetosphere um i don't know exactly how it works so i'm not going to talk specifically about it but if you think about it how can you really predict what the sun's going to do because the light from the sun is coming at the speed of light and these particles are pretty much uh pretty close to that speed so we can't really know what's going to happen until it's hitting us already so there's no way to look at the sun and go like i think that's a flare and by the time you see it it's hitting you right so you can't predict it but they are able generally to be like it looks like the sun's more active right now this seems to be the trend of what it is and so we're kind of anticipating a they have a logarithmic scale like tornadoes and stuff i think and so they were thinking it was going to be like a six out of a nine uh, maybe ten scale uh level storm and six is pretty big um because if you think about it like it's like tornadoes t5 is very rare Hur a category five hurricane is extremely rare it's like the top end it's not even the top really there could be six um it would be equivalent of like a, a t3 or a category three storm so it's like fairly sizable really beautiful that's one of the things when we were doing the you're welcome tour i think um when we were in norway someone had said if we went like three or four hours north i think there was like a good chance we could see that yeah obviously we were doing the show we didn't have time to do it that's, that's like one of the things i would have loved to see when we were over there so iceland was lovely it really is super lovely not as many people go in the winter just because it gets colder and the weather is unpredictable and it can be we we happen to hit a pretty good time it wasn't too far below freezing it was like always right around freezing tons of beautiful stuff like the landscape is just it's unlike anything you've ever seen because it's a volcano basically and you know how i'm fearful of volcanoes because i mm -hmm. think like if i go to yellowstone it'll blow up so i get we land and we're going to this spa like first thing we do is we go to the spa and as we land our, our guide basically tells us now it seems like there's uh some seismic activities right where you're going um looks like a volcano is gonna erupt uh, any day now right there so when you're swimming you know just be aware you know if there's lava and explosions you should maybe get <laughs> undercover 
or get maybe get in a vehicle. If you start cooking alive in the water, get out. Yeah, so it literally was like that. I look up on, on Twitter and stuff, and I'm looking at it, it's like, oh yeah, it looks like there's a lot of activity and a potential eruption that's going to occur right here, of mm. about the scale of like the last one, it seems like, which the last one blanketed Europe in a cloud of uh, smoke and stopped over 100,000 flights from getting out. So here I was thinking that not only was I going to be engulfed in lava as I was swimming around in a hot spring, uh, but also I would be stuck in Iceland for probably a month or more. Oh, you thought you would live. Oh, yeah, I was optimistic about my chance of this. <laughs> if the hot spring you were in erupted in lava, you thought you'd be fine. That's good. After I left, like, I started to get a context of how close this thing was going to be to this. The place is called Blue Lagoon, and it's very nice. It is it is extremely nice. I think it's more of a touristy place than other hot springs around Iceland. But they said that at minimum, if it did erupt, lava would likely reach the Blue Lagoon in like an hour. At most, it could be there in three minutes. Ooh, what a range. I know, right? What are the telltale signs that you have three minutes to run for your life? Kaboom. An earth-shattering kaboom. Pretty much, yeah, because it was that close. It's right on top of it. That's why it's so hot. <laughs> yeah. Because the volcano's hot inside. That makes sense. Uh, but then we, we, we left there, and we didn't go back <laughs> to that specific place. <laughs> We're only going to be there a day anyway. But Iceland is really, really pretty. It is incredibly beautiful. You know, um, I, it's a very popular tourist destination, especially after COVID. Well, I say after COVID. COVID is still around. But, you know, after the, the lockdown. Yeah. And uh, so there's plenty of people, you know, going there. But I still highly recommend it. There's not a guarantee you'll see the lights. But even if you don't, the landscape itself is just there's nothing like it. Nothing like it I've ever seen. That's honestly way crazier than I thought like the Aurora Borealis was. I thought it was very slow static. And that, that feeling you're describing mm -hmm. where it's like you have to turn your head to take in the entire thing that's happening. That's such an interesting feeling because I've that's like when you go to see an IMAX movie, that's like the way it is, right? Because you're kind of or not the IMAX movie, but those those like domes that they have at the museums where it's like the you're wedged right up in the screen. Omnimax? Omnimax, oh, yeah, yeah. that's the one. I think I saw like the tornado chasing one in Omnimax, and it's like you have to like physically look back and forth. I, the only like actual natural place where I think I've experienced that was I've seen the Grand Canyon in person. And that's one where it's like if you stand right at the edge at the right spot in the Grand Canyon, you have to physically turn and look because it's freaking huge. It's so big. That place made me so nervous. Oh, yeah. No. Watching, like, a, a lady, like, climb down to, like, an unsafe area with, like, her toddler, and he's, like, kind of stumble walking because he's still young enough where he's learning to walk. She sets him down and looks away, and he goes to, like, walk, and it's like, dude, I can't. Like, this is like watching a movie where you look your, look away, but it's real right in front of me that this kid's, like, kind of, like, stumble walking, and there's just a however far that drop is. Three inches to his right? Yeah, it was nerve-wracking as hell. Because people had no fear there, and I don't know how you have no fear there. My self-preservation instinct was so high that I was, like, six feet from the edge from being to the edge. Like, I was like, yeah, that canyon looks great over there. That's beautiful. Love that. I'll stay over here in case I trip. I'll show you something else that we took there, because there's beautiful waterfalls. But the pictures I just sent over are of the Aurora, just to showcase its speed. All six of those pictures were taken one after the other. It had three seconds to gather the light, so it's like anywhere between three and four seconds. Holy shit. Also, Bob, I did not mean to interrupt your story that you were telling. You're starting to tell. No, that's fine. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's okay. Just so much uh, 
landscape around. Here's a video, um, if it'll focus on this. These are some waterfalls that we saw. And it's just like, I'm trying to get perspective by with like the foreground and seeing it. And then just like, it is, it's not quite Grand Canyon size, but it's really huge. And just like, there's tons and tons and tons of cool stuff like that all over the place. Those are actually the waterfalls where in Prometheus, you know, the guy, he slurped on the goo and he just melted and he fell into the waterfall. That's where they filmed that. Those are real? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but really, truly great. Had a terrible experience coming back. Oh. Go on. Which airline was it? Ah, shout out. To, well, it's not even the airline that's the problem. It's the airport. Uh, so nothing wrong with Iceland, but we're flying in through Portland, right? Um, I don't know if you guys have thrown, flown through Portland recently. Not recently. No, the only time I've been there, we drove from Seattle for the tour. Wait, to put it in perspective, imagine the worst point of construction that your house was in during the floodings. That was Portland Airport. <laughs> yeah, it was. So we land from the international thing. And, you know, usually you come in through international, you still got to like, even if you're, you know, hopping on a connecting flight. Yeah, you got to go through customs and stuff, right? It's a fairly streamlined process to get through in the airport to go through. And this one, it was not because Portland is not exactly a big international port, but apparently they're because coming one because I don't know Portland said yes to all these flights coming through there so we get off the flight we have to go through customs which is not unheard of but we go through customs which takes like half an hour right after customs there are big signs that say like there are no bathrooms beyond this point piss now or forever hold your shit um and then a guy gets up to the front and has to yell everyone's there are no bathrooms after this <laughs> point none shit now and so it's like but i kept saying like how are there not bathrooms from this point how is that a thing that could but anyway we get through customs and that's fine we have to pick up our bag because we got to recheck it right and so we have to recheck it in and we thought we'd like okay we'll go to the gate and stuff like that yeah no Oh, we get out of the customs and we pick up our bag and then we're put in this line where they have volunteers working. So at an airport, one want to pay airport employees <laughs> and they were very sweet. The, the the volunteers were very sweet, very helpful. I hope they're getting paid, but their vests said big volunteer on. And when they were asking everyone individually, like, are you connecting stuff like that? And we were like, we're connecting through who and we're like uh, Alaska. All right, come with me. And then we're walking past everyone else in oh, line. No. What a great system. Yeah, and so she's like, please make way for the connecting people. They're making it like, slide to your right. The connectors are coming through. And so everyone's already like shoved together. So they're like, people have to slam into a wall for us to go by. And it was mortifying. And we get up to the person working at this. Uh, we almost walked past it. They're like, no, no, here, you talk to this person. And we're like, what? There was one stand. One stand where there was this one girl working there who looked at us like she was surprised. Connect? It's unheard of. Who comes to Portland to connect? She asks us, like, where are you going? And we're like, we're going to Burbank. And it's like, through Alaska? Oh, no. Oh, God. Yeah, shouldn't you know? <laughs> I sounds like, hell on, I got to make a call. She gets on her cell phone. She calls us like, I got some people here that are, they have bags. <laughs> it's like, do I take their bags? I'm like, I hope you do. Eventually, she, she, she said it wasn't in the manifest. We get that. And then there's a bus that takes you to uh, the rest of the airport and so we all cram in the bus uh, after cutting everyone in line they were not happy about that <laughs> you cut in front of them in line and then just stood with them in the next part like yeah 
Good thing we cut. So we get out of the bus and we thought like, okay, we'll be in the terminal. Nah, it's like they, they put us on the street. So you get, out of, you get out of the bus. Excuse me. You go through the back area and then you're just on that road where all the people are driving in to go pick up everyone else. Oh, like the, like the departures drop off road? Yeah. And now I understand why there were no bathrooms. Because you weren't in the airport we for a while. Was this actually part of the airport or was it like people? built like some quick like cheap wooden signs like international <laughs> airport the plane's like oh this must be where we land it was basically that did you fly on alaska airlines or did you fly on alaska <laughs> <laughs> i mean the person working at the counter didn't seem to know what was going on so maybe but we we okay we get out we get back in and so they give us something they give us a card it's not got a barcode or anything on it but it's got a map of where to go and then on the other side it's like go through the express line at the check TSA, right? Oh, okay. I thought it was like a Hallmark card, like, get home soon. It's like, oh, thank you. <laughs> it basically was that, because it didn't have any official lettering on it. It just had a colorful picture on the map of, of the map on the front, and the other side had instructions written on it. And so I'm walking through the airport holding this up, like, as if it's my <laughs> backstage pass. It's like jungle gyms. You walk in, they hand you a brochure, and you're like, oh, all right, let's see, terminal. Oh, there's a, there's a water fountain over here. That's cool. <laughs> I mean, there was no water fountain, but I think there was water dripping from the ceiling because you look up and the entire ceiling in the whole airport is gone and it's just exposed to everything and we get mm. to the person uh, we're, we're connecting through d we know we saw the sign we're connecting through d to burbank and we get up to the person who's like do you have your your uh your ticket to get through for security and we show them that and i show them the card and i'm like we're going connecting to burbank through d i think and they're like oh no alaska's over in B, B and C. I know this looks like B, but it's a D. I think that's what she said, actually. I think that's actually what she said. You ever learned the alphabet, sir? She made it seem like the express lane was in the other side. So we're like, okay, I guess we got to do that. Um, it was empty. We're over there anyway. But we're like, okay, we'll go that way. So we go there. They take our card, you know, and we're in the express lane. It's like, okay, it's like a shortcut in. Uh, security, you know, it is what it is. We get through there. And as soon as we step out, we look at the board and we say like, okay, we're connecting through D. We're in B and C. How do we get to D? And we turn to the right and there's just a solid drywall wall. Just blank. <laughs> we look around. We look around. <laughs> Is there an arrow or something? And there's an arrow saying D and E out that way. And we're like, oh, that's the way we just came from. <laughs> and we get up to the door and it says like, no re-entry. <laughs> so we go out. Boom, we're on the street again. <laughs> <laughs> You still have your bags? Yeah, we got our bags. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, wait, no, they took the bags. Sorry, they took the bags. So we have to go back to the original lady who said we needed to go that way. It was like, we were like, you led us astray. And she's like, oh, did it change? And we're like, no, <laughs> we told you it was D. <laughs> Oh, I thought I thought Archie said D is in Davy, not B is in Bix. <laughs> it's, it's not her fault because Alaska's usually out there, but we had to go through security again. And so this line was longer and I lost my hall pass, so I didn't couldn't go in the express line. Oh, no. They, she didn't like, oh, my God. She didn't. <laughs> I hate this for you. I'm so mad at past life. So Portland Airport is um, is fun. Under construction. Could I just say the one time I have flown out of Portland, it was the the tour ended there when we did the West Coast tour. Yeah, yeah, we we did fly out of there. Oh, yeah. I specifically remember waiting for the flight back home, sitting in that airport, thinking, "Wow, it's 
It's weird, there aren't any ceilings in here. But that flight was in, like, 2018. <laughs> Wait. Because <laughs> I remember that airport. That airport has a very specific carpet pattern. And I remember I that I, like, I like heard about that. And I was, like, looking at the carpet stuff. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's interesting. And I, the, it wasn't the whole thing. But, like, a lot of the areas and the area I was in, there was no ceiling. And I remember that very specifically. Because I was like, oh, you can see. Look, there's the channel where they've got the Ethernet cable. And there's a chance there's some water stuff up there. That's weird. Why did they take the ceiling out? That was like early 2018 or late 2017 that we did West Coast. That was a long time ago. <laughs> early 2018 was Europe. Yeah, so that was the that was like fall 2017. Then is what that was, or Jan I don't remember, but yeah, it was either like January of 2018 or like yeah, fall. They've been working on that for a hot minute. I'm a little I'm a little concerned for them that it haven't made any progress. Wow, yeah, no, it was all gone. Everything. Um, I don't remember there being volunteers when we were there. So at least they've lost their employees. <laughs> I don't know, the volunteer line. I was kind of hoping you said you were gonna say like someone came up to you guys and was like, hey. You want to uh, volunteer? <laughs> you can stay here with us. I'll get you. I'll get you a vest. Oh, we all had flights home from here too, and we lost our hall pass. Now we're here forever. Oh man, I just looked up and it says they'll be done with construction there in 2025. But the big reveal of the new main terminal is set for May 24. And there's another part of this article where it says in 2021, PDX was listed as the number one airport in the United States among travelers in a travel and leisure survey. <laughs> Among places where people were surprised they were traveling through there because it's mostly not a building. <laughs> it's like you were playing shoots and ladders. Every time you thought you were getting to the airplane, you were like, oh, damn it, I'm back outside again. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like a, it's like a weird Stanley Parable game. You made the wrong choice, so you get booted back out to the street. Oh, the express lane. I get to climb up. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, I rolled a two. No, oh, I'm back outside. I think what it is is they are like, they're shunting people around because they are building inside all the zones to eventually connect everything back up again and it's horrible i get that when you have an established building in an area you gotta like you gotta do some funky stuff to keep it running and also work on it but ooh, ooh, if we didn't if we didn't have more time for our connection we would have easily missed it easily missed it yeah like four times it sounds like yeah well i i, I was traveling once with my family and that same sort of thing happened we flew through philadelphia for some reason and the airport was like it was like that but we had like a tight connection and this is the one and only time i've ever actually had this happen in real life or even seen it happen we got there and our connection was like in another terminal but it was very much like you described it was like we got off our plane walked out of the gate and there were all these signs and it was like go over here now go down these steps now walk through this hallway that's just tarps now walk outside on what seems to be where the airplanes go but only inside the barriers now go back in and it was a whole thing Thing. They called our connecting flight and were like, hold the plane for these people. They just landed and they're going to need like 45 minutes to get over to where you guys are. And they did that because they knew we were totally fucked by how far the walk was and how messed up the construction was. It's hard. I get, I'm with you. It's hard to keep an airport running. And what was our last show in Europe that we did? Like, where were we? The Amsterdam makeup? No, no, before that. But like, the, whenever we actually finished up in Europe. Was it Oslo? No, we spent some time in Oslo. We finished in... Our flight out was, we had to go through Frankfurt. I don't remember if we stopped in Frankfurt or if we started in Frankfurt. Uh, no, I think we, we ended in Germany, yeah. When was the, when was the moment where the police pulled the bus over 
That was driving on the crazy ice bridge from the Scandinavia over to Denmark. Wasn't it like Denmark was the last show then or something? It might have been. Or Sweden. Did we do Sweden? That, that's on the other that's on the Scandinavia side, yes. Yeah, we went up to Norway, then Sweden, then we came back down. We we did Oslo and then we did Stockholm and then we drove across a crazy bridge where they were like, It might not be open. It go it's pretty icy, and then that's where we got pulled over. Which I don't remember at all. No, you they didn't everyone else had to wake up, but they were like, That guy's Markiplier, let him sleep. What if we all got arrested and like taken <laughs> off? Mark just wakes up in an empty parked bus. Like, hey guys, is this the start of a horror movie or Ooh, it's cold. The doors are open, the bags are ripped apart. I'm like, oh what up? No, I slept through. <laughs> I they you guys told me that they woke me up. They ripped up the curtain. You gotta get up. And then I I I don't remember even being woken up. I slept through the whole damn thing. Yeah, they made us go out there. Then our fucking bus driver pretended not to speak English. <laughs> I don't know if you remember that, but he was just like. And the, they he asked us. Just, they were like, "Why don't you have seatbelts on this bus?" And we were like, "We don't fucking know, man. We're just written. We think we own it." Ah, uh, yeah. good bus. times. Good times. Point being is whenever we were flying out of Frankfurt, part of Frankfurt, like we rounded a corner to go through security. It wasn't like a bunch of separate individual lines. It was a mob of people that looked like they were Black Friday shopping for the last Tickle Me Elmo doll. And they funneled into this line, but the line had like four different entrances into it. So you'd go through this funnel. And then if you were on the left side, you won the lottery because then you were in the front of the cutting through to the line. So Molly and I got through toward like the middle of it. So we had to wait for more people to cut in front of us, whatever. We get through this long windy line at that point. And then we get pulled out. Like we get randomly chosen for a search or whatever. So they go through our stuff and they're like patting us down, asking us questions. Everything ended up satisfactory. Like, all right, you guys can go. Instead of letting us just go, what they did was they put us back in the back of the line. So we had to go through all of that shit again. Correct. And by that point, we were running late for our flight because it was such a mess trying to get through. And I will never forget, like, it, I, I'm not even doing it justice describing it this way, but it was a nightmare trying to get through that swamp of people just to get into the line the first time. And they made us do it twice. And it's like, can we be randomly selected a second time? Why, why are we going through the line again whenever they just went through all of our stuff, like, with a fine-tooth comb? What is the point of going through the line at this point? I don't know. But we did. Oh, no, guys. What? What? Uh, I just, I got a phone call while we were sitting here doing this and I didn't take it, but I see the transcription of the voicemail happening and the word prior authorization just rolled across the screen in the God. transcription of the voicemail. Let me just put this out there. I'm diabetic. I've been treating my diabetes since about 2007 for medicine I've been taking for actual years. I just got my doctor was just like, oh, you might need a prior authorization for that. <laughs> I don't want to listen. If I don't listen to that voicemail, it doesn't exist, right? No, I swear prior authorizations should be illegal. I swear it's the most asinine thing that exists. It, it is it is completely nonsensical and it is just such an absurd thing. Insurance companies like found the one thing. How long ago did prior authorizations start? Because I feel like this is a recent thing. Well, the founding fathers in the 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 I've said the preamble. You know, in the preamble, <laughs> they said, let there be prior auths. You guys remember that? No, no. I must have glossed over that one. They taught that in Monday school. 
Oh, <laughs> dude, Monday school is the best. It's just so dumb because what they ask for, for those who don't know, I mean, I'm sure everyone has dealt with a prior authorization. It's when your doctor writes a prescription and it goes to the pharmacy and the pharmacy calls your insurance and is like, are you covering this? It says you do. And they're like, yeah, we do. But do they really need it? Uh, we better get a medical professional's opinion. Let's ask the doctor that wrote the prescription if they really need it. And then they have to go through this long process that's adding like hours of time onto doctors already busy days, just filling out paperwork. Well, the doctors don't do it. The technicians and nurses do. Yeah, that's if they have them like well, to that's do true. them. Yeah, but a lot of times it's just like it's just it just chews up time. And it, it you know, it's just insurance companies doing it because not everyone will go through the process. It'll save money just because a few percent of people won't go through all the trouble or it'll get lost in translation or someone won't do it or it'll fall through the cracks and that's what they hope for so they don't have to pay for medication that is needed and prior authorizations only last a year yeah they don't last long and i remember whenever i was working with eyes i had a training day where i had to learn how to do that mm. and so my job that day was to sit in a chair next to someone sitting in a chair making phone calls and i just had to sit there while they made phone calls to do prior auths and it was like the forum was very simple, but it was like the phone calls because you have to call and it's like, are you a doctor or a nurse? Yes. And then you still had to wait half an hour before you could talk to anybody to get the insurance companies to like it, it was it's an awful thing. As fun as it is to revisit this topic, that's something I guess I have to deal with after this episode because we haven't even gotten to the topic yet. Oh, oh yeah. <sighs> hey, I thought we were still bullshitting. What's up? I mean, it doesn't, it's whatever, but I, I thought it would be fun because I feel like I do this and I feel like a lot of people do this. Uh, I want to talk about animals and the voices that we all know that they have. Anim animals don't actually talk, which is unfortunate and kind of sad, but like if they could talk, I want to discuss and debate and decide definitively for the entire world what voices animals have. And, like, I thought we could start, you know, fairly easy. I want to talk about, like, golden retrievers first. You probably know what a golden retriever looks like, but if you don't, there's a golden retriever on the screen right now. Oh, sweet puppy. It's a good picture. I feel like this is a softball, but I just want to dig into what, what does this dog talk like? I have two different voices that come to mind. I have like the happy puppy voice where it's like almost like a childlike, energetic, like, oh boy, oh boy, dad, you're home. No, I love you, dad. But I don't know if you guys have seen the movie Homeward Bound, where they've got like the golden retriever. It's like, Peter, Shadow, Peter. So like, I always hear like that, Peter, that voice when I see one, because I think of the movie Homeward Bound. So it's skewed for me. I don't know. I've kind of, I'm kind of getting the lion from the lion, witch in the wardrobe thing. <laughs> I was there when the old magic was written. Oh, that lie. I thought you were thinking Wizard of Oz. Wait, yeah. Did you think Cowardly Lion from the Wizard of Oz? That's what I thought he was going for. Ah, uh, no, no, no. Dorothy, uh, please, I don't wanna. The Cowardly Lion from the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. Oh, please, I'm scared. I don't want to go in there. <laughs> Not many know that those universes are connected. It's the, the Oz cinematic universe. It really connects it all. Cowardly Lion, the Wicked Witch of the West, and the Wardrobe. It's just a normal wardrobe. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't get a special descriptor. Well, there you have it, Bob. We, uh, we've we solved it. Well, but I, I want to settle. I want to settle. I, I like, I got to say, I like the Homeward Bound voice. I'm kind of with you because I will, that, that calls to um, Doug 
from up the dog from up right he gets the collar on that allows him to talk and he's like hi i am doug and he has that kind of like slower like happy but not so fast voice reminds me kind of of shadow yeah a shadow is also like i guess it also depends on what age because like shadow was an older golden retriever because like yeah. the whole time at the end they're like he was just too old he was too old and then like he runs out he's like the last dog to run out wow spoilers the movie came out in, like 91 or something i don't care <laughs> Uh, I don't know. I, I mean, how do we decide? I can't. It's it's one of those things where it's like almost everyone who sees a golden retriever autom automatically defaults to like, wow, I just met you and I love you. And it's like, <laughs> wait, the do, do Chica voice because I know I kind of know Chica voice. Uh -huh. <laughs> it's uh, slow, um, very similar to that. It's just like everything is slightly slower. Not that she's dumb. <laughs> no, it's just how she is. She likes to play pranks. Uh -huh. I didn't get it any breakfast this morning <laughs> just... this kind of sounds like if chica was a fnaf animatronic <laughs> i don't know it's just the, like i closed my eyes and what i pictured was like an animatronic moving around what animatronic would you think chica would be oh man maybe the one named chica no Whoa! well no not the bird the different yeah. one a dog your dog is a bird named chica she's got the soul of a children in her or something <laughs> i'm not sure on the lore <laughs> nah she's a sweetie I, I got back home from the trip and she was so excited that she punched me right in the balls. The first oh, thing she did. That's how you know she loves you. Wham! I was like, I think it was partly because, how dare you go away? I miss you. I'm sorry. And then she sprinted around in circles and then ripped a hole in Amy's pants. Oh, <laughs> hot diggity. Wow. She was, um, she was uh, a menace. I mean, that sounds fun. That's power. Cause she's not even like, she's not a puppy. She, how old is Chica now? Uh, she's a little over eight. I believe she's a she's an old lady. I'm not old lady. She's an old lady. <laughs> Take that, Chica. Watch your pants, Bob. Well, I vote. I vote for. Uh, I I say that all golden retrievers sound kind of like Shadow from Homeward Bound, but it could be slower because the Chica version is also a valid variation. Peter. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Shadow. Peter. <laughs> I don't like it. Points to Mark for having a dog that talks like that. Wait, what? I said, I said Thank you. It's only fair. Oh, God damn. Is this the Wade can't win this episode episode? On the screen in front of you now is a not very high resolution picture of two emperor penguins. Oh, so it is. Why are you doing that? It's not that small. If I zoom it in, you'll be able to see how low res it is. <laughs> what is going on? That's a, there's a little, there's a chick under there. Oh, it's a okay. baby. That's actually what it looks like when penguins take a <laughs> shit, Wade. <laughs> Look, it's kind of low. <laughs> Even if I squint my eyes, what did you think that was? I don't know. Anyway, right. um, what, a, hmm, what do penguins sound like? Fuck, guys, cold! That's what I think. Jesus Christ! <laughs> <laughs> No, I do like that because the penguins penguins have to move across land a fair amount. I know they're real they're strong swimmers, but they're not as far as I know, they're not that great of walkers. Like they don't look like strong walkers. And I just like to imagine while they're trying they have to walk like a few miles and they're like waddling and they're just like, God fucking ah. Wish I had legs. My first impulse was like, I think there's a Batman villain that kind of sounds like what I imagine a penguin to sound like. And I was like, wait, the Riddler. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Riddler. 
Mr. Freeze? Ah, it's me, the Riddler! It's going to be a cold winter. Ice to meet you. <laughs> I told him to chill out. <laughs> Do you, do you hear, like, the penguin from Batman voice? Is that what you're going with? Well, I, that's my first inclination, but I think, uh, you know, I don't know if I can really say that, because that's kind of cheating. Honestly, mine's not too far off from that. It's because it's just Danny DeVito. No, but it's, yours is more like Danny DeVito from Always Sunny. The penguin villain voice is like, man. Danny DeVito when he's six foot eight. Are you thinking of the new penguin? I always think of the clip where he's, like, Gordon's showing him the, the picture. He's like, oh, jeez, what are you showing? me oh come on <laughs> you remember that <laughs> i do i was thinking danny devito penguin but new penguin you know the new batman movie was good i i like i like it's done very well it's hard to believe it oh jeez, what's this thing coming out of my legs <laughs> oh jeez, it's cold out here oh what are you doing to me like i just i, I love that clip so open your eyes like i love that clip so much can i look that up for I'm gonna watch it because he's being shown like a crime scene photo. It is, I don't know, horrific. I don't remember seeing the photo. I thought I don't think it was shown to the camera. Oh, gee, what are you showing me? Oh, come on. Yeah, that's Colin Farrell. If you didn't know, really, I, it's hard to believe he does it really well because you would not tell. I didn't kill no Goyle. <laughs> <laughs> That's the voice. New penguin from new Batman voice. Points to Wade for that one. I thank you. Uh wait. Huh? It's only fair. That's true. Um, do you have another? Should we give you animals or do you have animals? If you like have it? requests, I would love to discuss your requests. Can you just get a good image of a sheep? Preferably an adult, not a, not a little lamb, but like an adult. I'm just going to go with whatever you got, but I, I had a thought about a sheep. Oh, I got a really nice low resolution image for you, Wade. Here you go. Here's a good image of adult sheep. All right. It's a little bit cleaner than the image I had in mind, but it'll, it'll work. Why are the pictures you have so low res? <laughs> I look, I'm not good at Googling. Okay. I know there's a way to filter that so you only get better i'm I, looking at an image of a, a dirty looking cot cotswold sheep that's what i had this this will work though what's a cotswold sheep I, it's just what it says i don't know this is a normal sheep but the tongue is out i imagine sheep to sound like they smoke a lot and i don't know why when i see <laughs> sheep i picture like the that's right everyone i'm over here you better stay away sheep dog like uh oh no um his uh his, the from mrs doubtfire his brother who like makes him the mrs Doubtfire mask and stuff. The who's that? What's that guy's name? I don't even remember that. I've not seen that movie in so long. I don't remember. Obviously, I remember like the oh no, hi dearie, like that kind of stuff. I don't remember anyone else in that movie. But no, I just picture like sheep like leaning back with its hoof, like that's right, keep walking. You want to see this? Harvey Firestein is the voice I'm thinking of, but yeah, it's that's fine. I I can see that. The tongue out here is a little goofier than that for me. But this is not the default image that comes to mind. Okay, judgy pants, fine. It, it just a, you know, a dirty gray sheep, a dirty crappy sheep, some crappy crap hole sheep. You know, Mark, you can be picky when it comes to your turn for the animal. I no, actually, I don't want to be picky. Well, now that you see what it's like, I get it. But you know. well, I don't even see a sheep anymore. What am I supposed to imagine? imagine a sheep? It. Picture me as a sheep. That's right, Mark. I'm a sheep. I don't like the nationalities that. 
accent is brushing up against. I don't know even know what that is that you're saying. I have a character that I've done over the years called Chastity Thong Bridges, and she's like, hey there, sweetheart. I remember Chastity. Remember when you were Chastity Thong Bridges and you played uh, Surgeon Simulator with Mark and he threatened, I think, to kill you or something, and it was very fun for everyone except for you? I don't remember Chastity being there, but I, I remember the oh, other Oh, she was there. Oh. Hand me the spoon. I'm gonna remove his liver. Anyway, uh, Wade gets the points by default, unless you got something, Mark. Uh, I, you know, that's, now that's burned into my head, so I can't really change it, and I, like, my imagination, I can't rotate this sheep in my mind. I'm only getting, like, a one on the scale for the sheep, so, uh, it's, it's really not connecting well. Uh, so you both submit the same answer, then. Points to Mark for that one. Thank you. Uh, Mark, what's your next animal? Oh, we cut. I do. I mean, if you if you don't want to, that's fine. I can keep going. <laughs> what did you just say? We call. I do. The animal is a receiving of the sh the mark mark guess shape. Yep. You know what I'm referencing. Oh, yeah. Everybody knows. Oh yeah. The frog is receiving of the vocals. If anybody out there knows this next uh, creature, then y you already know what they sound like. But I'm curious what Mark and Wade think this sounds like. This this is an image that you're seeing presently. Probably of a goblin shark. You guys know about goblin sharks? Oh, yeah, I've seen them before. I think we might have talked about this kind of shark on one of those weird episodes that we did. Now, see, this thing looks like it chain smokes. Now, uh, Chastity Throng Bridge's voice already been tossed out. We gotta All keep... right. yeah, be original, Mark Applier. I'm gonna go with the voice of Jessica Rabbit. <laughs> <laughs> Can you give us a sampling in case I don't have that one locked and loaded? Oh, yeah, I could. <laughs> just just get, give us a facsimile of it. Yeah, um, uh... <laughs> huh? You know, Jessica Rabbit. It's me, Jessica Rabbit. No, I hear it now, I hear it, yeah. I love my husband, Rabbit, what was his name? Roger Rabbit? Roger, I love Roger. He didn't do it. It's like Jessica's here in the room. Isn't she like a, I'm gonna show you all a good time? I, I think I was closer, yeah. I'll show you all a good time. I, I, you know what? I could, I, Bob, I, I can't compete with that. I gotta give it to him. Uh, you don't even want to fight? Uh, no, how can I compete with that perfect Jessica Rabbit? No, you can't. Alright, well, Mark, Mark's Jessica Rabbit voice is officially how Goblin Sharks talk. Points to Mark for that one. Did you think I was gonna give you the points? Because that's what I've been doing. No, I just... How do I compete with it? I don't know, by coming up with an idea and putting it out there and seeing if it's funny. I could have, but like, it just, it wouldn't have, like, no matter what I came up with, it you just- You could engage with my topic, Wade. He caved in a minute ago, you didn't give him the you fucking You never engage for. with my- No, he ended up putting up a great suggestion, which he won points for, if I recall. Okay, then I say Jessica Rabbit. In, in all honesty, isn't Jessica Rabbit's voice just kind of a normal voice? Sure, sure, sure. Just a normal voice. I hate it here. Isn't it? Isn't it? Oh, I love my husband. She has a voice that is normal, yeah, but it's not your voice. <laughs> How do you know? How do you know? I looked up a clip. <laughs> next, next animal. I got mixed feelings about this one, but we're gonna decide what voice this has. This thing. <laughs> <laughs> I believe his name is Sir Nicholas Cage. 
It's a picture of Sonic from the movie, the live action movie. But I'm pretty sure that's Nick Cage's face kind of put in there, kind of, maybe. It's not 100% clear. It kind of looks like a who with the face lines like that, but... I want a voice. Gotta go fast. How does Nicholas Cage... Not <laughs> Nicholas Cage. How does Saw Nicholas Cage... That's the question, Mark. How does Saw Nicholas Cage sound? I'm gonna take his rings off. Ah, I get it. I think. Because he was in the movie Face Off. The rings! Not the rings! Yeah, there you go. <laughs> ah! Not the rings! <laughs> no! Okay, actually, wait. No, back up. It's not that at all. It's not that. He sounds like... The uh the Five Nights at Freddy's one jump scare, <laughs> the the like screamies. She runs up to you, stares at you for like ten seconds, and just and then runs away. <laughs> Did you know that was that was that scream is from a movie? Really? The 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 FNAF scream? Is this like the Roblox oof sound that's like gonna have a big lawsuit now? Uh movie. There was a movie. It was a movie. Uh it's like someone giving birth, I think, was the, the source of it. Um let me share this. Oh fun. Yeah, please share it. I was hoping we could There we go. Oh, you're sharing this. What the hell? <laughs> what? <laughs> Oh, how did they know in the movie that that was going to be a thing? It sounds like... For copyright reasons, I'm sure that that was definitely included. So, the pregnant lady stole it from Sonic? Yep. That's a dick move. Between those, as much as I like the scream, I like it enough to pick it. Mark, <laughs> good suggestion. The scream The scream is the sound that Nick Sonicless Cage make. What was his name? Sonicless Cage. Cage. Uh, poised to wait on that one. Uh, if you have any rec- if you have any suggestions that you want to see, just let me know. But I've got another one queued up. If you got one, I mean, go for it. Yeah, sure. Are you ready? No. I can't hear. Oh, I want to know what this absolute unit of a horse sounds like. Is that a real picture? This is a real picture of a real horse who might be the largest horse to ever have horsed. I I don't know the story behind it. This is from May 2021, and it's from... It's the thumbnail of a YouTube video entitled, Look at what the world's largest horse is capable of. It looks like a painting with the pixelation we have, I think, but like... No, it, it's, a, it's a whole... It's a thing. Okay. Um... Nay, nay, I'm the best horse you'll ever find. <laughs> I think it's like Mike Tyson. When I get that ring, <laughs> when I get that ring, I'm gonna tear him up, I'm gonna destroy him. <laughs> when I get in the race, I'm gonna wreck him. How's, that's Mike Tyson, right? I love that this is testing our, our uh, impression ability. Yeah, this is a very underhanded way for me to force you guys to try and make a bunch of voices. Just that's that's the part of this was that was intended to be entertaining for everyone uh, listening at home. <laughs> what made you think Mike Tyson? It, it, it looks like it, right? Looks like it'd be Mike Tyson. Uh, the thing about, yes, muscular, Mike Tyson is like an absolute unit, but he always looked short, right? Because he always fought heavyweights and he fought dudes who were like a foot and a foot and a half taller than him and like he looks big but he looks short he looks like the little guy this horse looks like it's probably taller than any horse that's ever lived and terrifying yeah sounds like mike tyson i mean he could definitely probably knock you out with one swift kick to the head i guess nay sir nay i do not ah uh, no i ain't right 
Because horses are like, it's like a, an elite club. It'll be like in the horse racing club and all that. So, you know, he's got like the most elite of elitist voices. I don't think this guy races. He does not strike me as a speed. He, he pulls things, man. He's like, he pulls a whole, he pulls six wagons at once. That's what he does. While winning the race. I don't think it's a race type situation. I think it's a strength thing. He's like the world's strongest man version of a horse. So what, his voice is like Sylvester Stallone? I can see that. Adrian, can I carry? Nah, do more, do more. Keep going. You thought I was gonna race when I'm just gonna be pulling. That's how winning's done. Beautiful. That's all I've got for you. That was the original voice I had. I just pulled out of my ass. I like your second suggestion better. And that horse officially talks like not. It's not Sylvester Stallone. It's more Mike Tyson, right? Whatever that voice you just did was, Wade. (laughs) That's the one. Wasn't that a perfect Sylvester Stallone Rocky? Kind of like wish.com rocky i guess no i like it i think it's perfect thanks man you really build this up here with our great impressions i select your voice wade and i give you the points for it thank you I only have one more animal left, so unless you guys got anything on in mind. Uh, compared to the last two things you've pulled out, I, I don't think kangaroo or bat really hold much of a candle, so I think you just keep going, man. You know, actually, I do have one. Okay. You guys remember the, the I don't know if they if it was a whole national thing or whatever, but there was like um one of those tabloids they always had in like the stores, like United Dairy Farmers and stuff here in Cincinnati. I used to buy them in high school or whatever. You guys remember Bat Boy? No. No. This is like a suit, like a superhero. No, no. Bat Boy was like from one of the tabloids. The search for Bat Boy tabloid. Uh, I don't know what Bat Boy sounds like, but it feels like Bat Boy's up there with your Sonic and your horse. (laughs) Oh, okay. Bat Boy character is a fictional creature who made numerous appearances in the American supermarket tabloid Weekly World News. That was it. Weekly World. I don't know if you guys remember that. That was used to be on the shelves of like every convenience store as a kid growing up. And I was all I I didn't know it was fake. So like I thought it was an actual newspaper thing. And I was like, why do we never hear about the celebrity on TV? In night. 1997, the story of Bat Boy was turned into an off-Broadway musical. Bat Boy, the musical. I think we can probably find out what Bat Boy sounds like. We just need to find Bat Boy, the musical. There you go. Can you see him? Oh! You know what this looks like to me? Voldemort and an actual vampire had a child. Yeah. So this was on tabloids everywhere? This was a a fictional character that was a recurring character in Weekly World News, according to the internet. Uh I feel like 90% of the ones that I remember either had him on the picture or there was like a side commentary about like, Bat Boy update, Bat Boy lives, or Bat Boy found on yacht. (laughs) I don't don't know how to describe this picture in a way that's meaningful to people who are only listening. Other than to say that all I can hear when I see this picture is like that. It's it's a specific laugh that I can't play. Place, but like I just hear for coming from that wide open mouth just Kuda <laughs> <laughs> <Kudos> splittos <laughs> like a lot of wheezing. It's like a character from like a cartoon from my childhood or something, but like <laughs> I feel like I'm going to die when I make that sound. But What we have here is a bit of a moral quandary, right? So if we uh-huh. were to try to, the whole subject of this episode being applying voices to animals, are you trying to imply that this is some animal? Oh, holy cow, Wade. What about Son Nicholas Cage? That clearly an animal. Clearly an animal. This is Bat Boy, who is clearly Bat first, Boy second. I would say in characteristics, this is clearly Boy first, something else second. We don't see the 
body in this image. You think it's just the wings are the ears and it's just a head that flies around that looks like that? I'm saying the rest of him could be a bat. Well, I don't think it matters. I think the, the brain being mostly human applies some kind of cognizance. Uh, have you examined it? Or are you just assuming based on looks? Are you just assuming based on looks that it's yes. just an animal? I'm going to assume it's human and therefore probably sounds like Jessica Rabbit. I don't want to inject my my own... Oh, uh, boy. <laughs> You're in trouble, Wade. <laughs> oh, that's a toy. That's not the real Bat Boy. That's marketing. This is a bobblehead of Bat Boy. What if it's all Bat under the shorts? There's wings tucked around. <laughs> fur and a little Bat tail. What a, what about Bat thighs, Wade? What is? Or what if it's like Edgar from Men in Black, where it's a Bat wearing like a boy suit? Well, then I feel like he wouldn't go by the name Bat Boy, because that really gives it away. I mean, look, there are winglets on the arms. If we could do Saw Nicholas Cage, we could do Bat Boy. I don't know. I feel like you're really stretching it here, Wade. Points to Mark for highlighting the moral issues with, you. your, uh, with your suggestion, Wade. I hate it here. Thanks for contributing, though. I really appreciate when you engage with my topic. All right, last animal. Everyone's got everything to play for. It's a tie, as far as you know. What does this animal sound like? It's an anteater with its tongue out. Now, this seems more of a... <laughs> this sounds like that horse can't be that, but this one's... This one's... This one's a fucking prick. This one's an asshole. Look at this piece of shit. <laughs> he talks like, uh, what's that guy's name? James Undertooth, Bottom Tooth from Family Guy. <laughs> bottom Tooth. You think a creature that eats ants is going to be talking shit? Yeah, oh, absolutely. Oh, man. you. I don't want to, like, to fucking fuck this guy. I mean, he is given some pretty squinty side eye in this picture. Yeah, I don't like that. His eyes are closed. He's just enjoying a bite. No, he's enjoying his smug air of superiority. Okay, Mark, the average person looks down on an anteater. Just because you're tiny doesn't mean that you get to judge that perspective for the anteater. Look, personal insults on me aside, I still am calling it like I seize it. And this, this, this piece of shit calling it like you seize it aside i want to personally insult you well you can do that at any time right now we got to deal with this prick <laughs> yeah fuck you not you wade points to mark for being the only one who actually submitted a voice to the animal i didn't know we were done with the round like ripple points to wade for focusing on insulting his opponent oh. that's the true path to victory wade excellent work Thank you. What is this episode, Bob? I feel like I, we are owed an explanation. We're giving voices to animals. What more do you need? What I feel like we did. We learned what Saw Nicholas Cage sounds like. We we talked about dogs. What like what what didn't this episode have? That's what I want to know. You know what it doesn't have yet? Hmm? A winner, but it's about to. Because I'm gonna tabulate the points. Oh, hold on, we don't get one more. That was the last one. I, I don't have any other ones. Are you looking around your room to see if you have an animal? I'm looking. Yeah, I don't know. I, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I got a boar spear. Maybe there's a boar in my office. Okay, well, that's a really weak argument, Mark. <laughs> but wait, wait. Hold on. Wait, wait we'll pull one it. more. No, I, I've got it. Stop the vote. Ah. It, I, I, I can't tell if he can't hear or. Look. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> It was 
Mark's wall behind Mark's wall all the time. For our listeners at home, Mark just frantically <laughs> set up a whole green screen just for it to topple over. I didn't put the legs on it. Yeah. <laughs> no, Mark, you're too late, Mark. I found one. I would like to know what this sounds like. What does it sound like? Oh, man. Hey there, everybody. <laughs> I, I think we all know this one sounds a lot like Jessica Rabbit. I want to be loved by you, everybody. Market player, out. I don't think that's even a good impression. Hey, you, did, you did his outro. Market player, out. Market player, out. Hello, everybody. Back with another amnesia for the dark descent. Stay tuned for a reaction compilation. You know, Mark, you really have changed. I miss old Mark. That voice that voice is way better than but, new Mark. But, but, but before you close this round, wait, fuck you. You're stupid and bald and awful at Settlers of Catan. You peaked when that series ended. I'll take that over. Looking like what we just saw on screen. Well, all I saw was you and it was horrifying. I'm balder than you thought. Oh, uh, that was so close, Wade. You had him on the ropes. You now hit him with the one, two. You had him on his heels. He was falling over backwards. But then Mark earned the points by accurately quoting the subreddit. Balder than ever. Truer facts have never been spilled over. Like a, like a can overflowing with beans. Mark just... Fuck this. Until next time. See you guys! Oh, well, Mark's demon light just turned off, so that probably hurts his chances. No, watch this. Oh, neat. Yeah. Watch this. Still here. Still here. Well, I have to say, uh, Wade, you were in the lead. You did really you. well in those last couple rounds. Don't say anything else. Mark dug his claws in, really went for the jugular. One more. One more animal. Got the personal insults and swung the swung the points really heavily back in his favor. He even properly quoted the balder than ever bit that we talked about. And was that even was that last episode? Subreddit, defend me. I deserve this win. But you know what? For having the most cutting insult of the day, because it was both cutting and concise, I'm going to give you a couple extra bonus points, Wade. What was the insult? When Mark was going in on you super hard and you hit him back with the, I'd rather look like this than whatever we were just looking at on screen. That was really mean. I loved it. Just the nicest insult I've ever heard. Not nice, but you know what I mean. Anyway, with those couple extra points, and I didn't write any of this down, so it's all math in my head anyway, I'm pretty sure that makes the winner Wade. I think. No, oh, actually, no, sorry, Bob, you were, you made an error. Uh, it was actually not Wade. Oh, well, this is awkward. I already said it out loud, so Wade wins even though Mark got more points. Thank you for the opportunity to speak as the winner. I will take it uh, graciously. A great episode, Bob. I'm going to take the win away from you if you cut me off again like that. I thought you were done. Mark, give a loser speech, would you? Uh, I feel like that. Do it as Jessica Rabbit. Oh, uh, I feel like that. <laughs> he just falls right into character. It's crazy. My husband, Roger, would never allow something like this to occur. Uh, so understand that I know injustice from what happened to my husband, Roger the Rabbit. Even though Judge <laughs> tried to kill both of us in the dip. That, I would prefer that fate to what is occurring currently. Well, now that the statute of limitations is up, Mark, I can tell you, I framed Roger Rabbit. Oh, shit, you do look like, you, you do look like Judge Schmerber. I am Judge Schmerber. <laughs> For just an uncanny uh, Jessica Rabbit voice, uh, even more points to Mark. Like, a lot of points to Mark. Like, you won by, like, 17 points, Mark. Uh, but also, congratulations on the win, Wade. Give us your winner's speech. 
I just want everyone out there to know that if you see something or an animal and you think to yourself, man, I wonder what that stapler sounds like. I wonder what that animal sounds like. You give it a voice. Look at where we've come here on this episode. You can go wherever you want to go. Keep imagining that voice. Give it a voice. And next thing you know, you'll be sitting in a room with uh, two of your friends that are mean to you and you're mean to them. And yet somehow you've stuck together for over a decade of making content and uh, you're bald and tall and uh, your shoulder hurts a little bit more than it used to. And uh, next thing you know, it's like you're trying to go up the stairs. It's like, oh, man, my knee. What happened? I don't even know what I did. Oh, okay. And that's depressing. Like uh, nope, that's enough. You, you win. Like, uh, you're ruining it. I'm going to take the win away. Stop stop ruining it. You're ruining everything. Hang on. Oh, don't do that. I'm still going, and, you know, I, I can't listen to instructions. Oh, wait. Stop talking. Oh, jeez. Maybe I should it. start talking, too. It's me, Jessica Rabbit Applier. All right. I'm going to turn both of your microphones off. Uh, congratulations to our unjust winner, completely unearned, undeserving victor, champion of the day, if you will, Wade. Great job. Actually, pretty bad job, but you won. So who am I to judge? <laughs> Just the judge. And uh, yeah, thanks for listening to the episode. Make sure you watch. If you didn't watch, it's watchable on Spotify. Did you know that? You can watch it. There's a video. You watch the video and we're on there. And like in this one where we showed a bunch of pictures, you could hear us describe it. But if you watch it, you could see the pictures and how bad our descriptions of the pictures were and what all that sweet info you're missing out if you're listening and not watching so <clears throat> but we love our listeners just uh, almost as much a close second third place maybe you're like the child that's not the favorite you're still mm -hmm. there just not in the will merchandise we should get some of that uh, make sure you follow mark at markiplier wade at lord minion 777 my name is my and uh, that's going to be it. Wade will be hosting the next one, even though he has no right to do so. And it's really a blasphemy against God that somehow he won this episode, even though he didn't earn any points at all, almost. Uh, but what are you going to do? I guess that really falls on me. Okay. Well, look forward to that, everybody. Podcast out. <laughs>